0: This is Runner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 31st of March 2023. Presented to you this week by Lucinda Redgate, farm trader based in Yorkshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform, which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk, oblique MyFarm info. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Wheat future markets continue to rally until mid-week, making impressive gains from last week's multi-month lows. The London wheat market added £19 a tonne which encouraged further farmer selling, but with limited interest in physical wheat buying, domestic prices subsequently dropped again towards the end of the week. In recent weeks, speculative funds have built a significant short in Chicago border trade wheat futures, but uncertainty over Russian wheat exports has triggered spells of short covering and lifting prices. Comments that Russia may restrict exports if wheat prices fall too far was a catalyst for this. Although this was denied, it was suggested that traders were asked not to sell Russian wheat for export below $275 a tonne to ensure Russian farmers were able to cover their costs of production. The future shape of Russian wheat exports were presented with more uncertainty when Cargill announced it would stop handling Russian grain from its export terminal as of July. Vatira, the agricultural network, also said it was planning to stop trading grain in Russia. With this, coupled with news that Russian state-owned agriculture loosing company had placed orders for 60 cargo vessels with 40,000 60,000 tonne carrying capacities. Some took the view that Russia may take state control of its world grain sales, divorcing itself from Western influence. This might make it more difficult for several leading importers to secure the supplies they need from Russia, perhaps turning them to wheat of EU or US origin instead. The future of Black Sea exports may have some uncertainty, but the current dominance of Black Sea origin grain in world markets is highlighted by the latest statistics for March. Russia is estimated to have shipped 4.3 million tonnes of wheat during the month, up from 2.9 million tonnes in February, and on a par with the season's previous highest exporting months of October and November. Ukraine says it will have shipped 5.1 million tonnes of grain in March. This compares to the low figure of 1.4 million tonnes shipped in March 2022, when the country's Black Sea ports were blocked by Russia. Ukraine's export destination includes Spain, which is traditionally a prime UK grain market. This limits any fresh opportunities for UK oil crop export sales, adding to UK domestic price challenges with a burdensome surplus of feed wheat from the 2022 harvest. Ukraine's neighbour, Poland, is trying to find methods to block cheap Ukrainian grain flooding its country and undermining Poland's domestic prices. The EU are putting a support package together for farmers in Poland and other neighbouring countries such as Bulgaria, to help offset its financial losses. 2023-24 could present a less productive Russian harvest, with the Russian Grain Union not ruling out a grain crop of 120 million tonnes due to adverse winter weather. This compares with over 157 million tonnes from the 2022 harvest. The Russian Agricultural Minister Dmitry Patrushev Said that a gross grain harvest of 125 to 127 million tonnes will maintain a balance of interest for grain producers, consumers, and exporters. For the EU, there's more upbeat prospect. Cocherel, the European Association of Trade in Cereals, Oilseeds, and Other Commodities, estimates an improving EU wheat and cro- crop potential for 2023, up 2.7 million tonnes. The United States Department of Agriculture will update markets late on Friday with its latest estimates of U.S. farmer planting intentions for their wheat and corn crops, as well as an update on U.S. wheat and corn stocks. Moving on to barley now. Prices lifted almost £10 a tonne on the lows of the previous week's trade as feed compounders priced rations for the first half of the summer. It seems that there is enough uncertainty around the world for wheat and corn futures shorts on various exchanges to buy in some of their short positions. Domestic interest remains strong as the export market is still non-existent with Eastern EU countries and Ukraine offering cheaper supplies. It's believed that very little trade is taking place as demand is still muted from the UK's usual customers Spain and Ireland. Molten barley is trading at around two hundred and twenty to two hundred and twenty five pounds a ton ex farm, which still represents about forty to five to fifty pounds a ton premium over feed barley prices. Demand from the domestic markets and the EU is minimal at present as they're well covered. These values represent a discount to autumn new crop values of fifteen pounds a ton. Spring barley sowings have not progressed over the last week due to rainfall of an approximately fifteen to forty five mil across the UK. England still has around 20% left to sow and Scotland 75%. While this is not late in Scotland, central and southern England would now benefit from a dry spell so sowing can be completed which is forecast from Sunday. Even though prices have risen £15 a tonne from the lows of last week, growers have not sold much into the rally by Wednesday. This may be due to production cost fears and it being too early for growers to commit more. However, crops are good in the EU, apart from Spain, where there may be more issues if rain doesn't fall by the end of April. Looking at oilseed rape now. A well overdue rebound in rapeseed values began last week after fresh news of China buying EU rapeseed oil circulated. This brought much-needed confidence into the market after a period of 13 consecutive down days. This new business with China spurred previously absent domestic oil buyers into engaging with the market again, and consequently gave crushers reason to buy more seed. In addition to this, English ex-farm values reached £400 a tonne again, which prompted further farm selling of rapeseed, which appeared to be more abundant than usual. This upward movement continued throughout the week as participants in the market filled their orders. However, unfortunately, it didn't last as we saw a sharp correction lower yesterday, with May Motif futures closing €12 Euros a tonne down on the day. The direction of this market going forward will be reliant on consumer confidence and how quickly stocks are used up. Taking a look at pulses. Oil crop bean values have been trading broadly in line with wheat values over the past week, although tending to follow more on the downside rather than the upside. There is no doubt there needs to be more demand either domestically or for export, if there's hopes for any price stability or even possible price rises. Recent domestic demand has all but dried up as other mid-range protein products such as rake meal are seen as better value compared to feed beans. As the gap between old crop wheat and new crop wheat widens, we should see the carry reflected in better new crop bean prices. The problem is that with little or no new crop business trading, it's almost impossible to give new crop bean values. Hopefully when the weather dries up a bit and the final spring beans get planted, we should be able to give some more definitive prices. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. For urea, domestic markets remain quiet, mainly because of poor weather in the UK and ground conditions not being favourable. Offers of urea into the British market, both short-term and long-term, look to have stabilised in value. However, North Africa FOB values may soften further due to smaller demand, as some destination ports still have existing stocks to use. Sterling has appreciated in value over the past week and at this time of writing the exchange rate is sitting at $1.23. Gas values are also showing some signs of stabilisation sitting at one pound 9 a firm. Ammonium nitrate values are stable on nearby positions. The further into spring we get, the closer we will be to knowing the new season values from May or June onwards. For liquid, spring progress remains lacklustre due to ground conditions and unsettled weather, but we would urge all our growers to keep ensuring their tanks are full, especially if there is a rush to get applications done when conditions allow. For anyone requiring additional top-up product when spring contracts are delivered, we would advise speaking to your local Frontier contact to discuss. Please also keep the Easter weekend in mind as sites may be working or restricted hours or closed. As mentioned in early reports, Potash offers were showing signs of weakness and fresh offers will reflect some softening in value into next week and beyond. Long-term weakness remains in the market and if world events don't flare up too much, new season purchases should offer some comfort going forward. Phosphates are also showing signs of continuous weakness, but these may not be reflected in pricing in the immediate weeks. Supplies have been reluctant buyers of cargoes of all straits due to the reduced demand this year – it remains paramount that growers buy now to ensure timely deliveries but also expect delays. This was Frontrunner for Weekend in the 31st of March 2023. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.